You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Or belated New Year, but it's still January, so that's okay. Absolutely. And we're getting back in the swing of things after being out sick for so long. Oh, yes. And so we have some things to share. Yes, that's right. Now, we have opened up a blog on our website that will include press releases from all over the area, including Kansas City and parts of Iowa, as well as Nebraska. So, check there for more information about theater, especially if you are not a social media person. Right. You can check out our website at platriverbar.com. Yes. And we are getting back into the podcast swing of things and have some exciting things coming up, starting with... Today, we have for you Moira Mangiamelli, who is directing Boy at Snap Productions at the Ghostlight Theater. And actor Jay Nelson, who is the lead role in Boy that is opening February 2nd. Moira and Jay talked to us about this complex play written by Anna Ziegler, and you won't want to miss this conversation. Now, performance dates for Boy are February 2nd through the 4th, the 9th through the 12th, and the 12th is a Monday performance for the convenience of people in the industry, and then the 16th through the 18th. There will be talkbacks after the February 2nd and February 9th performance immediately following the show. The ASL performance will be February 9th. Snap Productions at Ghostlight Theater is located at 2221 Thurston Circle, Bellevue, Nebraska, their new space. That's right. And for tickets, go to snapproductions.com. And now, on to our interview with Moira and Jay about this very topical and relevant production about gender and sexual identity. We hope that you can come see this meaningful drama. are here in the Ghost Light Theater at Snap Productions, and thank you very much for inviting us. We are in the actual theater, Yay. and we are talking with Moira and Jay Nelson, and they are doing Boy, that is by Anna Ziegler, and thank you very much for inviting us into the theater. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having us and, and the snowy, snowy night. Yes. We got out here and... and <laughs> You guys joined us, and we're so happy to be here and yes, to be able to talk about you. this production that you've been working so hard, and you've lost a little bit of, of rehearsal time because of the snow, but oh, you're geez. catching up quickly. Yeah, we lost a we lost a week. Yeah, uh, did oh, you lose a whole week? Oh, we did. Geez. Yeah, with all of the different, we had the snowstorm at the beginning of the week, and oh, that so lost no. us. And then, <laughs> so yeah. it was just one of those things. But we have a really incredibly talented and hardworking cast, and. Right. They, you know, they've already made up what we missed. So it's, cool. yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Awesome. <laughs> so this is a play that was written by Anna Ziegler, and it's based on a true story. And it I is. was going to ask you too, because I was reading about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it was really, it really happened in Canada, but they're setting it in the United States. Right. Is that okay? Okay. I was reading that a couple of places and the way they worded it, I... I wasn't quite certain if I understood that correctly. Yeah. Because in my place. head, it was in Iowa the whole time. <laughs> right. it, took place, no, it took place in, I mean, the original story uh, mm-hmm. took place in Manitoba, Canada. But this wow. is set in, um, like some of the, the doctor scenes are in um, Boston, uh, okay. Massachusetts, and okay. then 
uh, the others are near. Well, I'm trying to remember where you're... I'm from Esterville. If Esterville and Esterville. Um, the Spirit Lake um, area, but... I guess you're still living in that area. Yeah, we're close by. I don't think yep. we state exactly where we moved to. It's just right. we get out of the out of the small town eventually. Right. right. So this is more of a serious type play. Yes. If there's it's not <laughs> yeah, it's not This isn't a broad there's comedy. Not, there's no. not a little bit of joke here and there. It's it's pretty serious there, the whole way is. through. I mean I think there's some there's some humor, you know. Good. Situational yeah. humor, yeah. yeah. You know. But yeah, most part it's telling a story that's pretty serious and right well it is based on a true story so what uh what is sort of without maybe spoiling it because if you haven't seen it come see it mm-hmm. um the general sort of story of of what boy is about so do you want to take this please I don't oh know. Okay. yes yes I, you know, it is a very serious show, but at mm-hmm. its core, I like to think of it as a love story, to be honest. Nice. The playwright does a really lovely job of focusing in on Adam's relationships rather than his situation, is what I like to think of. So we, we dive a lot into his relationship with his doctor. Um, okay. Adam is in an accident very young um, when he is a baby, and they decide that due to that accident to raise him as a girl. And so um, from then on, he has a doctor that is then helping. Uh, He's unaware at this point and going by the name Samantha. So that is why it's Samantha and Adam is the character. Okay. And for 15 years, he's raised as a girl and you get to dive into his memories of those times. And then you also get to dive into his relationship with his parents. And then his first love relationship is really what what the the whole thing is coming to at the end is is that love relationship okay. and and how he gets there and how he grows as a person to be able to love yeah right very nice and the real story had a twin in it is that correct but that's yeah. not in the play a twin well, isn't it, in it, the play it is talked about but we don't meet oh, okay. we don't meet his okay, twin brother we never see the twin he's okay. not actually in the play i see yeah. he does talk about it the fact that it was a a twin okay Interesting. So it's all, it's all based on the premise of this one doctor who, who felt like if you raise a child as a certain gender, they, they will embrace that and become that gender regardless of their makeup. Right. The, the um, doctor in real life was named, ironically, Dr. John Money. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, doctor, I know, right? Yeah. Doctor Money believed that um, gender was more uh, decided by nurture than by nature. So okay. that it, you know, you could decide depending on how you were raised. You could just decide which gender you wanted to be, and and follow along with that. And mm-hmm. so it's because of that it's a really really timely story mm-hmm. for where we are right now yes. in the whole fight for gender identity and uh, when when was this written was this is it, it was tw- um 2016 okay so it's been around for a little while but okay but uh, what 60s through in right yes the play 90. spans from 1968 to 1990 yeah okay 68 that's right 68 yeah. so it yeah. starts and and that historically is is when this so the story that it was based on took place right well the yeah the 68 the scene that takes place in 1968 is when the twins are um just a little over a year so okay okay yeah okay so they were born late 60s okay 
So what's one of the challenges that you've had with this particular story because it's so serious and so personal? Is What's one of the challenges that you've had to be able to identify with these characters? Yeah, it's quite interesting playing both adult Adam and young Samantha. Um, so I go anywhere from a six-year-old up to a 23-year-old. I'm 24 myself, so it's very easy to relate with Adam in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, do, do you play all the ages? And you do, okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's interesting. And, and I don't just play six-year-old. It goes, I play an eight-year-old, I play an 11-year-old. So it's finding those different ways to play those different ages and how they're developing and how, how physically that goes, vocally that goes. Okay. And then, um, you know, I'm non-binary myself. And so okay. I've gone through a lot of experience myself with gender identity and finding out who you are. And so I was raised female myself okay. and now am gender neutral. And so okay. I feel a lot of similarities and parallels with Adam's story. And so it's been a very personal experience going through the script, it but it's been extremely rewarding at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. Cause you get to tell the story. Yeah. It feels like so. I get to tell a story that is mine. That's yeah. like part. Yeah. yeah. At least in part yours. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I imagine there are vast swaths of this that you're like, Hey, somebody spying on me. Oh, some <laughs> of the lines really get me. Even just yeah. running lines. Some of them, they, they hit. So this is such a well-written play. Wow. I think that, that, um, she really captures that experience of, um, you know, the closest thing to Adam would be someone intersex, someone that's born. Um, the whole thing is that his genitals are mutilated. So um, okay. that's where we start that they are trying to figure out what to do. Um, and so okay. they think the doctor, how he states it, is to raise her as a complete female rather than an incomplete male, which is such an interesting construct and way to think about it yeah because you want to think that you know gender is a construct that's what we've we've understood to to this day and Mm so uh, at this point it's it's such a a tough call that they make as parents Um, yeah they don't know they don't mean to do it in a harmful way but uh, obviously at the end of the day uh, gender is who you are and at the core Adam is a man and so being raised as a female is so harmful to him and it really shows okay. for trans people when you are a trans man and you you feel that to your core that is who you are and so when you're being raised as something else it can be really harmful absolutely yeah for sure that is fascinating and and it's fascinating that this was i think it's really neat that she took something that was sort of taken out of the child's hands and and now they're dealing with this sort of dual life almost. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think I was reading. Did they not tell little uh, the the little kid? Yes, Samantha. Samantha. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. The doctor says uh, you can never tell her, and so they don't wow. tell her until she's a teenager. She's 15 when she finds out. Um, wow. And so yeah. See, so. that's interesting in itself that they didn't know. Right, they yeah. followed, you know, yeah. they, this was a, uh, even in uh, the the real story, it's rural and it's right. the it's late 60s, areas. you know, well, there was yeah. no, there was no resources, there were no, I can't there was imagine. no place to find out and nobody was doing anything mm-hmm. about gender, but this doctor was and they saw him on TV 
and heard about him and read about him, and they thought, oh, well, this seems like, ugh, you know, he can help us. Sure. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I think that that moment when he says you can never tell her, it's like... Yeah, and, wow. And, and to come from a place of good intentions, obviously. Yeah, obviously, of the course. parents just want to so do what's best for their, be, yeah. for their yeah. child. Yeah. yeah. So, so obviously, uh, the character never went through puberty then. Is is what I is there's that how I'm understanding hormones it? involved, so there's medication involved as well as therapy. Okay, so, so it is are. also medical. There's surgeries talked about, surgeries that are done, okay. and so yeah. it is. It's a full sort of transition that they're they're putting their child through, wow. um, okay. like a medical transition. Mm-hmm. And my favorite line that um, one of my lines in the show is um, when talking about being raised as a female is not knowing I had ever been anything else, but also knowing, you know. That you, and, they and were so it's that else. it's that that it's it's no one had to tell her she knew deep down that um she basically got to live that trans experience samantha did of of knowing deep down there's a scene where she talks to the doctor about wanting to be luke skywalker so bad that that <laughs> is that she saw star wars and and wants to be luke skywalker and is battling with that feeling of of i don't know what this means Right. And the doctor says, oh, you, you had a crush on him. And oh, yeah. And Samantha says, no, I want to be him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, but yes, being from that time, I can... I ap- want to be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Right? Well, Who I, didn't? Who didn't? I, I wanted to be Luke, but I also, for some reason, didn't understand why I liked Princess Leia so much. And then is when I got older, I'm like, oh, now I know why. <laughs> Wow, she's so cool. <laughs> she uh, yeah, yes. that's interesting, the gaslighting of, of that then, to say, right. no, no, you don't. Yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah. That is, it's got to yeah, be Yeah, really that happens script. all the way through in the, in the scenes with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor stays with the family and, and with the therapy and the medical stuff all the way through. Right. Till uh, she finds out. Yeah, she has a period where... Um, she does. She starts saying she doesn't want to see him anymore. She she starts acting out in school. She won't go to school. She's crying all the time. Um, so it, it's a little bit before that she finds out that she she just can't do it any longer. And so they they kind of shut the doctor out at a certain point. Um, but otherwise, she's known the doctor her whole life okay. and trusts him and okay. believes that he wants what's best for her too. Sure. Sure. Mm. It's heartbreaking. I mean, yeah, it's God. It sounds like you're 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 you're, really you're setting us up for heartbreak here. <laughs> it is. But I think uh, I I love what Jay said. It it is a love story. There is um, when I f- first took the uh, assignment on and I read the script and and tried to think. I always try to think of some kind of a metaphor that will help me put myself in the right place as a director and see the uh, a big picture. And I said it feels like it's a puzzle but um but there are lots of pieces that don't fit together there are pieces missing and and it's almost like there's puzzle pieces from three different puzzles Mm -hmm. and we're trying to put it together um and and it's adam trying to figure out where does he fit in everywhere he turns he doesn't fit there he doesn't fit here he doesn't and he doesn't know why Mm -hmm. um until you know later on and even then still doesn't isn't isn't really able to find that place Mm -hmm. so um we, and you, that will be reflected in the set, and, um, and, and we've talked a lot about what that means and how he takes this journey through the past, again, looking at the past, looking at what made him slash her, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what all of those things that happened and all the things that created and all of the uh, turmoil. And he's on the precipice of trying to have his very first grown-up relationship mm-hmm. with somebody that he really, really cares about, but he doesn't really know how it can work. How to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. How's it going to work? Right, because especially then I think identifying uh, your orientation and identifying how you relate to your gender right. uh, had to kind of be the same thing. Right. And yeah. now we're kind of in that time where they can be two different things. Right, yeah. right. And the, there is a touch of that in the script as well about about knowing that he was always attracted to women also and, and knowing these things okay. and, and how they do relate. They do intertwine. I know my own personal uh, gender identity came out as, first I came out as gay. I was uh, then discovered gender from there. And I know that that's an experience of a lot of people and they do really relate to each other. And so I think that's a great point to make about it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. There's just like so it. much I just don't know, and and everything changes, right. and everybody has a different story. Right. That's the thing. There's so many different ways that people sort of come at it. Mm-hmm. But and that I think that's the thing, because you know I'm old, and um, us too. I've been around for yeah. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, navigating, sometimes navigating the the way the world is. It, it is true. There is so much we don't know, and yet we think yeah. we know every, especially about gender. It's like for forever yeah. and ever and ever and ever. There was boys and there was girls, yeah. and you know there was nothing in between. And maybe that you know there was same sex attraction, but uh, oh, I yeah, think always. this mm-hmm. you know, and so many people are still so resistant, and probably always will be resistant to the idea that there can be anything other than that than that yeah. assignment. So I love. I, I feel like that what Anna Ziegler has done with this script is has really given us a way to look at it that is uh, is real, is true, is honest, um, but it comes at it from a very personal perspective. For sure. Um, from watching somebody that, as we watch Adam's story, we come to, to, to care for him, to love, and we feel it's all about thinking, oh my God, that's... It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. To watch him go through this pain. And if, if we can take that <laughs> mindset and that um, perspective yeah. into the world today, mm-hmm. what a difference it would make in the way that we, we deal with and we treat trans people and non-binary people. And For instead sure. of just always saying, why does everything have to change? Yeah. <laughs> well, because <laughs> everything changes. Right. Duh. I know, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And I always heard it described to me best as, uh, and please tell me I'm dead wrong, but that gender is that people are like, it's more like a spectrum. Think of it more like yeah. a spectrum right. and you can be, you know, yeah. anywhere sort of on that spectrum. I'd even say less of like a line spectrum and more of space. There's X, Y, Z axes. You can be uh, okay. anywhere. People, gender has become such a wide community of people that you know the the whole lgbtq community is is so vast and people have found that they just feel the most comfortable with you know there's there's neo pronouns z's there uh you know oh, yes i've heard those that. kind yes. of things there's there's people identify with a lot of different things and i think it's great that that's where we're headed it's obviously a long road to get everybody there oh yeah it's but you know um it really helps the internet being there for young people now, which is one thing that's missing from this show. Yes. 
There's yeah. something you don't think about. That's right. They're, they're so alone. Not just Adam, but his parents. And I mean, every, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. yeah, as far as Adam knows, he's the only person, person the in the world, the world like, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and yeah. you said that it was you in know. a rural community. So even more isolated, Mm -hmm. doesn't he have the advantage of being in a city and around more people and maybe running into someone who is maybe similar? Not even know a single gay person at that point in his life. And so it's like, it's like I was very lucky to grow up on the internet and see that community and, and see it and know I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm yeah, you're not like other people and I can relate in the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I think is important about where this takes place in time is that there yeah. is no way for him to find that, that outer community, um, reach out to people. All he knows is his family and this doctor. And yeah. that's why when trying to make connections, it's so difficult because he's going through something that no one else is going through. Something that many, many people are not going to go through, but it's it's such a unique situation. And the loneliness of that. I can't imagine. Right. I can't imagine. And not being able to, well, when he finds, he finds out later that Mm -hmm. he was born male. Okay. So to not even know that through this process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let alone all the problems that come with being a teenager. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, oh, by the way, (laughs) you're a teenager. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which yeah. is weird anyway. Yeah. You're and really so I, I did, I researched sort of what it was based on. And then when I met with Joey and she told me a little bit more about it, I, I just, yeah, I really wanted to do it. So I'm, I'm really grateful that snap decided to, that's great to ask me to direct it. It's been, I mean, it's been tough, but yeah, as I said, oh, yeah. I, people are not going to believe this cast. They're, incredible mm-hmm. yeah well and speaking incredible. of that yeah uh jay how did you come to audition for this and when you heard about it what were you like oh it's my part it has to be just the right person really it is such a funny story about yeah. how i found out about the audition actually because my friend sent me a dm on instagram and it happened to be kyla who plays my love interest in the show oh. okay and so she's actually the one who told me about the audition um she had sent me it the morning of the audition and i kind of decided to just go on a win because i saw it and i thought that's a story i could tell like that's something i could get behind and um went in there did my best <laughs> that i could and, <laughs> and got the call the next day and i was really excited and it's been super affirming for me too as a person to be able to play this part to be able to play you know both genders and be able to play with my own identity and and how i act my mannerisms versus how do i think that the six-year-old girl acts versus how i think the 23-year-old man acts and yeah. and mm-hmm. what adam's view of masculinity really is and that's mm-hmm. something I, you know i struggle with myself is is sure is wanting to feel more masculine and, and how do i portray that and how how do i make myself feel my most comfortable and and so playing with those gender identities and levels and layers to the part has been so rewarding and it's it's definitely one of my favorite parts if not my favorite part i've gotten to play it's just it's one of those juicy roles that you get your hands on and i'm always finding new things about him every night and yeah it's been it's been a really rewarding experience so now this is a small smaller cast Mm -hmm. just five just five Mm -hmm. so we have jay we have kyla kyla who recruited you to come here Mm -hmm. and the place jenny um adam's love interest and then we have 
the mother and the father. So we have um, Jaron Kais, who plays Adam's father, and Lynn Devereaux, who plays Adam's mother, and then um, Dale Hartshorn, uh, who designed and built most of the set, Yay. also plays um, Dr. Wendell Barnes. Oh, and he's, the, so. of course, the doctor. Yes, that's right. We're going to have the Wonderful. doctor character. Sounds great. Excellent. I like this. This is, this is, I know it was a stupid question. Why would you pick this? This is so absolutely appropriate uh, for, for this time. And especially with everything that's going on and all the conversations that everyone's having. And uh, it, it couldn't be more sort of timely. Right. Yeah. And, uh, well, and, and snap and, is back and this is part of your programming. I know. And, so and, and, right. and well done for, for that. Well done for not shying away from, oh, that's too hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I can see how people look at it and go, man, I don't know if I want to touch that. I'm, right. it's, it's nice that you guys went, yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, for me, so affirming. It's a story that needs to be told. Yes. And knowing that in Omaha someone's telling these types of stories is so important and just great. Yes, and it wouldn't surprise me if, if you hear some folks say that to you after the show. Thank yeah. you for this show. This has been sort of affirming for them. Mm-hmm. We hope and so, because that's why you do it, right? That's yeah. exactly why you do it. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. Very nice indeed. Well, thanks for talking with us today. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, you for inviting so us into the theater. We always love to come yes. to the theater to talk to folks. That's then we kind of we get to see the stage. Yes, we get to peek at everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Mara, and thank you, Jay, and yes, thank you. Break all of the legs. Thank you, thank you so, so much. much for having us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.